0: I am the way to the city of war. I am the way to eternal pain. I am the way among the people lost. Justice moved my High Maker, who by divine power made me supreme wisdom and primal love. Before me was nothing but those things which are eternal, and eternal I endure. Abandon all hope you who enter enter here. For you are now listening to the Forest Creek Podcast. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Last time we sat down to try to do an episode, what happened?
1: Oh. Last time we tried.
0: We tried. We didn't even sit down really to do the episode.
1: We just went to one of the most amazing (laughs) restaurants we've ever been to. We
0: we were I was with you because you were getting groceries. And then we were like, should we do dinner first and then podcast or podcast and dinner? And we're like, okay, more places are open right now. Yeah. Probably do dinner and squeeze in a podcast. Yeah and then we went and like where should we go
1: and we went to the best restaurant ever
0: for our second time
1: for our second time because we recently discovered Hyde's steakhouse and cocktail bar
0: high's steakhouse and cocktail bar whereabouts is it
1: somewhere downtown van
0: vancouver yeah first time we went there we were sitting around the park Mm -hmm. trying to figure out where to go for dinner I was like, I'm feeling a steakhouse. Let's yeah. pick a steakhouse. Yeah. And I looked at the place. I didn't read any other details. I just nope. went to two highest rated places. Let's pick one of them.
1: And the pictures, it looked very fancy and nice.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the we were between two places and then we saw the pictures from inside of Highs and we're like, we gotta go here.
1: Oh yeah, because they they had like a dungeon tunnel. For yes. a Hallway in one of them. Quick like, work this. on the building yeah.
0: inside the building
1: and it's awesome you when you enter it's like you go inside they take your coat and then you pass like this lou- dark lounge area yes more for like individuals like just going to the bar you're just gonna sit grab there and play. have a yeah. cocktail with your friend yeah. yeah that's the and then through the dungeon hall it's like this yes. beautiful spooky arc
0: the lights are low i love yeah. that in a steakhouse it's when so the lights nice. are low it's I want be. the lights to be low now. <laughs> it's just, if it Warm and we low. Can. You know, that's the thing. You want it warm and low. Yeah. You don't want to just turn the lights off and just have the cool light from no, inside. No, it's
1: got to be orange. That's yes. what... Like, Candlelight. Yeah. Yeah. I've not been a fan of all the large... Is fluorescent the term? I don't know. All the white lights that are going around, I think they're fluorescent lights on the streets street lamps
0: oh on the street lamps yeah doing street
1: that. lamps highways oh yeah they're everywhere
0: i don't know i guess and it makes I miss... you feel a little bit more awake yeah you it's want more drivers to I, I be see awake, that i've know? also
1: heard yeah. it's uh <laughs> it's i've also heard it's more difficult to find your vein so your vein yeah so you've got less heroin addicts that are homeless doing heroin under your street lamp because it's more uh, di- uh, apparently under orange lights it's actually rather easy I'm to find not sure hand.
0: that was the reason why anyway I, Hyde's the, the, yeah. <laughs> Steakhouse had four dollar signs on their Google review and I never saw that till after we went
1: oh that makes here's sense here's
0: the thing <clears throat> do you think those four dollar signs are worth it yes yeah yeah actually yeah <laughs> it's like because you could pay here's, a lot for other similar experiences here's but-
1: the thing what makes it worth it is one man his name is James.
0: Hello, James. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was the waiter that we have. We got him the first time we went, and then we By asked for him hap- the second time. Pure
1: happenstance. We got him the first time, and second time we requested him impromptu because yes. we didn't know we were going to go there. We didn't plan it. We didn't plan on going there for another year. You
0: requested it. I was down to meet new people. No but way. I'm glad you did request oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I. It blew my mind. James remembered us very well. So much so that he remembered our orders and the drinks we had. So I was like, I'm deciding what drink to get. And he said, last time you had the Purple Rain, right? I was like, what the heck, man? This is a week and a half ago.
0: It would've taken me a minute. I have a pretty good memory for these things, (laughs) And it would've taken me a minute. He remembered it faster than I did after.
1: Blew my mind.
0: Okay, the first time we went there, we walked in and we saw the prices and we were like, we're here, but we're going to commit to this bit.
1: Yeah, because I don't know about you, but I forgot that fancy equals expensive. Yeah. And I'd never been in a place like this.
0: We looked at the prices and you were like, you know what? I just came in with some money today. Let's just go at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which was lucky I was but like, I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna commit to the bit i like this place i want to have a good experience here so
1: good we had way too much but it was just enough
0: we ordered like course after course after course of, like i think cocktails, we had wine we had stuff.
1: we had two appetizers and two desserts
0: well because we like got an appetizer and i'm like what is this that's on table service yeah. and i want to try it
1: i'd never even heard of table service no you said oh there's table service and i was like what the heck is table service
0: and I pointed over to like where a guy was like, <laughs> yeah. bro- like the flames were shooting up from a pan oh, as he was next nice to it. So cool. I love that. I love watching that. <laughs> yeah. But we got the table service for one of those. For what I turned into an aperitif, it wasn't really a an appetizer.
1: Oh my goodness. The Steak Diane this time. We had
0: the Steak Diane the second time. The, the first yes. time was like... Um,
1: so that, I think, was tar-tar. more of an appetizer because that was far less expensive than the Steak Diane. Yeah. The Steak, so Steak I think Diane the way was it a Because there's three oh. options. Yeah. Steak Tartare, Steak Diane, and Bananas Foster. Yes. So, appetizer, entree, dessert.
0: You could do just table service for all three, really. You could, you
1: could, 100%. And I would. Because that was amazing.
0: They were all amazing. Every time we did it. Yeah. Yeah, we almost shot for the Bananas Foster a second time.
1: Oh, dude. Whenever I went to this place, and generally when I go to places, I want to order different things every time and try everything. But... This was the one time I was like, but that Bananas Foster. And it's the only place I've ever had it never even heard of Bananas Foster before.
0: It's Here's amazing. the thing. Okay, this is a steakhouse? Yeah. You know me as somebody who knows steak at least a little bit. Yes. I've had a lot of steaks.
1: It's, at least a little bit is, you know, understatement. So I'm
0: also somebody who's picky mm-hmm. in, in my own way um, about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I would say the top three best steak experiences I've ever had have all been in that restaurant
1: shoot i was like we've only been there twice but we had the steak diane we
0: had steak diane we did we had like other i mean even the tartar we did was uh, i was chucked it was chucked
1: yeah that yeah, was. that's was not uh, i wouldn't call that a, a steak yeah
0: but i mean <laughs> i guess top four beef experiences yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is this is an amazing time that we had yeah uh, we shot on the we went try everything that we tried turned out amazing yeah it kind of became a rule of thumb it was like if you read something on a menu you don't know if it's not, maybe even if it's something that you wouldn't typically try mm-hmm. or you wouldn't typically go for it, you 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 double take at it for a moment because you know that if there's one place that's going to do this in the yeah. most amazing way.
1: Because everywhere I go, people are like don't order the rare steak. They'll basically give it to you cold. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't want to do that. So I've been getting medium rare my whole life. But the first time I we went there... I, I I decided the steak I wanted, and when it came down to rarity, I was like, "Huh, I'm gonna ask James what he thinks." And so I did, and without hesitation, he went rare. And then I think he he caught himself. I don't think they're supposed to tell you what you should or how you should have something. It's like they can suggest it because it's, he without a beat, without skipping a beat, he went rare. Went, uh, if that you like that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I co- sort of corrected himself, and I was like, "Rare it is."
0: I think no, I think it's more like they're not supposed to tell you mm-hmm. these kind of things unless you ask. Yeah. So as soon as you ask, you like uncork the bottle a little bit. Yeah. Which we we got excited about because we just started asking him everything. Yeah. Oh my yeah.
1: goodness! So it's so fun, and he he answers everything. Yes. Perfectly truthfully, it's so fun. It's like if there actually is. I feel
0: like. We would have had an amazing time, no matter who our waiter was.
1: Yeah, true.
0: We just happened to make a friend that night.
1: Cause we di- yes, yeah. exactly. Because we did get the guy that made the star tartar was not James, but he was delightful himself.
0: Yeah, so I'm sure we would have had an amazing time. Yeah, but case, I don't know, man. We had an especially amazing time.
1: I want to see how long we can go to highs and only have James serve us.
0: <laughs> you could ask for every time our we walk in. Oh, 100%.
1: Okay. Ne- next time we're going to reserve it and we're going to reserve James if we can.
0: Uh, this is never something I'll dispute. That <laughs> would
1: be amazing because James is delightful. <laughs> and apparently is
0: now a listener to the podcast. That would be delightful. Did hopeful. you ever That'd think we would get to these heights of right.
1: fame? <laughs> get it? No. The restaurant name?
0: I know the the name is. Okay.
1: All right. So you got it.
0: Well, we got our (laughs) obligatory Jared moments in the podcast. Um, This is the second episode that we've ever done. Ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is the second episode. Because we
0: went to the short history of this podcast is that I did two failed ones before it. And then when I started doing this one, it was also kind of failed. (laughs) But I was like working out how to do a podcast the whole time. So if you go to the beginning of our uh, repertoire, you'll find episode seven is entitled first
1: episode. That's, it is. Technically, yeah. It's the first episode. But yeah, it's on marked, a technical it's level. marked
0: with number seven. <laughs> Yeah. Because, of course, the theme was most podcasts fail before they reach seven episodes. I think it's
1: more that we released six episodes and then you decided to take them off. <laughs> that
0: That is true. Yeah. <laughs> so it's seven is the first episode. This is number 39. It's mm-hmm. our second episode. Mm-hmm. The, the, the time between 38 and 39 has been a considerable break.
1: Yeah. What was episode 38 about?
0: 38 was Chance and I sat down to review Indiana Jones.
1: Oh, that's been a hot minute. Yeah.
0: I remember people, mo- people
1: mo- were talking about indiana jones for about all of a week and a half
0: i was turning over the idea in my head of doing a podcast towards the end of june mm-hmm. and then i didn't get around with and then we got busy working for a client mm-hmm. and then i was like oh, i'm not gonna I'm, i can't prioritize the podcast for us right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: i need to look at the rest of the forest creek and get things ready Just letting everybody know, some interesting things will be announced for episode 40. Whoa. Like, it'll be a new era. But while we're here for 39, doing our second ever episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been two, almost three months now.
1: Since 38?
0: Yeah, the next... This episode is going to come out probably in October. Mm. And...
1: You're not going to release it today, on the last day of September? No.
0: So it'll <laughs> technically have been at least three months ah, since this podcast went off. There we go. Um, beforehand, I was saying constantly, it's like, yeah, we're going to watch both Oppenheimer and Barbie and review yeah. it at the same time. Yeah. No, we didn't end up doing it. And I'm kind of glad we didn't... I did not need to jump on that stupidity train that was Barbenheimer.
1: We still haven't seen Ninja Turtles.
0: That was also on the list to do. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I think looking back at how I was planning it for the year, I just like looked up what are the movies that are coming out this Mm -hmm. year and I want to go see as many of them and review as many of them. Yeah. And then ended up not having the time or logistical bandwidth to do that. Which I'd still like to do it, but you know, maybe, maybe once a month, not like three in a row, not, (laughs) no Barbenheimers, please. Thank you. You don't need to do that. Did you see either of those movies? Nope. I saw Barbie. Mm -hmm. I planned to see Oppenheimer and never did. Mm. Um, (laughs) Barbie was entertaining. It was entertaining when I turned my brain off. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's one of those movies that wants you to turn your brain on.
1: Interesting. Because it's a Barbie movie. Because it
0: has a lot of stuff to say. Interesting. Which it should. It's a Barbie movie. And yeah. Barbie's a complex topic. I actually really like the way that they, uh, they kind of take you in slowly into Barbie's history a little bit. Mm-hmm. To kind of show that, oh, before Barbie, girls played with babies as the dolls oh yeah it was all stuff about like how to be a housewife but the thing that barbie introduced was that she was the career woman
1: mm. and
0: always doing out everything mm. right? and they just mm-hmm. kept adding stuff and making barbie more and more complex so it was like interesting to look at that to look at something that starts off by celebrating the barbie heritage but then mm. uses it introduces the controversy of it as a plot point almost mm. Um, but here's the, it's, the odd thing about Barbie is that the character that is the most liked in it, apparently, is Ken. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I see why. It's like the performances of that movie were great.
1: Hmm.
0: At least Ryan Gosling and Mar- Margot Robbie stole the show. They were amazing. Michael Sarah was pretty good.
1: I forgot Michael Sarah's in yeah, it. I saw the poster and I was like, I don't care. I'm going to see it because Michael Cera's in it. It's good. Yeah.
0: It's a good movie. I enjoyed watching it. It's not amazing. Mm-hmm. It was definitely overhyped.
1: Although, I mean the marketing On those movies Was amazing
0: I did not wear pink What Yeah I did not I, I walked in there With an orange t-shirt It didn't
1: occur to Were me Were you the only one Wearing orange Yeah Or not wearing pink I suppose Yeah Really I, It didn't
0: occur to me At Everybody all Until I was standing pink. In line getting popcorn I did not
1: That's wild
0: Consider that I should Be wearing pink <laughs> um,
1: You should feel ashamed I I guess
0: there was i also didn't cry in the mother-daughter scene there's like a mother-daughter montage mm-hmm. at some point a lot of people cry mm-hmm. my sister cried yeah i don't know i was it's funny because i was walking out of that theater with my sister mm-hmm. and she stops at the oppenheimer poster. posters like oh we should go see that next <laughs> we, all, we, we didn't do it today and i yeah. was like honestly i think that's the order to do it too because mm-hmm. barbie is just so surreal that you'll want to watch oppenheimer just to reground yourself to reality interesting but uh, my sister stopped at that poster. She's like, what is that about anyway? I was like, it's the guy who invented... Oppenheimer. It's about Oppenheimer. It's the guy who invented the nuclear bomb. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's a real person? Like, oh, this is this is why there is a... Was...
1: I will say, I, I didn't know the guy's name. So when it's it? like Oppenheimer, I was like, oh, I wonder what thing that's about. I'm like, it's the nuclear bomb. Okay.
0: This is why there is a patriarchy. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> i mean that's a solid point yeah so i didn't see oppenheimer because it's i kept wanting to but i couldn't find someone to see it with and it was it's three
1: hours that's yeah and i i think the thing a movie can be three hours but i would heard from a few different people that it did not need to be three hours and that's what I'm not a fan of. I'm like sure. Like the Lord of the Rings series, those make good three-hour movies. It passes by and you're like, whoa, that was three hours? Yeah. That's wild.
0: It's the spectacle of the thing, Exactly. And but there's only one moment in there that we know is going to be like one big spectacle. And that's we all want to see the bomb go off in IMAX. Yes. I, I would have liked to. I don't want to wait for another two hours and 58 minutes yeah. <laughs> to get, you know.
1: Yeah. I I'm sure the performances the are amazing mm-hmm. but
0: they'll be amazing on Netflix yeah so there's no immediate rush I just know he made it for IMAX because he <laughs> wants everybody to buy IMAX tickets so he can make more money mm-hmm. sure I get it understand but also it's three hours and apparently Oppenheimer was a dog and just going after everybody's wife so <laughs> that's a lot of the movie <laughs> and the guy Oppenheimer himself mm-hmm. is not that aspirational it's not to me oh. of course I'm not a physicist. I'm sure it would have been different otherwise. Then shut up. Yeah. So those are the two movie <laughs> reviews that didn't happen mm-hmm. from this podcast. What else? Oh, did they, they
1: just did. Hmm? They just did. I guess. Yeah. We, go. We, go, we, we should release that little snippet as the Barbenheimer review episode.
0: <laughs> That's, we'll just entitle this episode. Yeah. High Barbie 5. and Oppenheimer. That's what we've got so far. <laughs> yeah. But it's been a minute since we did this podcast. And we're still kind of like at episode 39 now. We're still kind of ahead of the game when it comes to podcasting. What do Are I we? mean by that? Well, how, how many episodes is your podcast?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. How many episodes do you have? You make a podcast. <laughs> well, look, you do it. Look,
0: not everybody is uh, a famous comedian who's going to at least clock a hundred, few hundred episodes. Not everybody is Joe Rogan with, like I don't know, way over 2,000 now.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess so. Probably into 3000? I don't oh, know. Oh, man, I recently watched this honeybee episode. I think that was 2000, episode 2009, I believe.
0: My not goodness. I look it up right
1: now, who cares? The honeybee woman. What was her name? Emma something?
0: Yeah, you've become addicted to bees now.
1: Yeah, we don't need to get into that, but we can. I kind of want to. Dude. Oh, my goodness. Don't go
0: too far. Just just give us a glimpse into your yeah, world. Yeah, it's
1: just now. been learning everything. I spent a whole week, every. as much time as I could, watching videos on beekeeping. And just learning all the different things. Cause I knew you had a box and they had frames in them. Yeah. With and that and you wore some bees. net suits. Yeah. But yeah, wear so you wear the net don't suits. Here's the thing. You don't need to wear the suits. A lot of the times they don't wear the suits. Because bees actually really don't care if you go rummaging around in their hive. Really? Yeah. So you're it's taught like they... the opposite as children. Exactly. And they and I mean you're taught the opposite by wasps and hornets. Because they will just go find you and kill you. That is true. <laughs> they, they will hate you.
0: attempt to actually murder you.
1: Yeah, but constantly in these videos, they're like, oh, the bees are a are friend. This hive is friendly. This hive's a bit violent, so I'll wear a net with that hive. But this hive is good. Oh, today they're rather nice. Apparently, the smoke, because when you ever see beekeeping videos, they're always spraying in the smoke. What it does is it interrupts their like communications, essentially, whatever oh. senses they have, huh. their antenna and whatnot. So it kind of discombobulates them and chills them out. So if they're, if there's a particularly violent hive, spray them with some smoke and they'll chill out for a bit. What kind of smoke is that? It's literally, that, that blew my mind. Because I was like, what are these, what's in these canisters that they're spraying? They literally just fill it with like sticks and twigs and burlap is a common thing. They'll just fill it with flammable material. Oh, so and, so it's just and light like, it on fire. So it's just actual smoke. You're going to hit them with pipe tobacco? Just oh, yeah. Oh, smoke your bees out. That'd be I, that, What would that do, do to the honey? That. <laughs> Yo, that's actually kind of cool. Well, you know what's interesting about the honey? It, They can actually, wherever they grab sugar from, or like the sweet nectar, so to speak, the, holor, the honey will be that color. In, and so sometimes there's like darker or lighter nectar. right? And so that's where you get the different levels of honey brightness, so to speak. But what's funny, I heard there was some sort of festival going on during a season. And this one beekeeper, his whole batch of honey for that year was ruined because all the bees had grabbed sugar syrup from, from a snow cone maker. Oh. All of his honey was like green and red and purple.
0: In Tibet, yeah. there is um, this one monastery that sells this purple honey mm. that is psychedelic. Because the bees are like on the side of a mountain right Mm. below where there's this like psychedelic flower grows So the bees will go get the pollen from that and use that to make their honey And it comes out purple and has psychedelic properties like minor ones
1: That's so cool
0: And it's got to be like harvested by a tibetan monk who has to like climb the side of a mountain It's like (laughs) there's so much novelty to that. I'm so curious about it (laughs)
1: I'm
0: curious about this honey the fact that it's purple alone actually purple honey you can buy it here in BC. Mm. There's lavender farms that oh, sell purple honey. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like, that's that'll... so cool. I'm curious what other kind of plants you can have that will...
1: I mean, anything that gives you nectar. But you know what's really interesting about bees? They're called, they're actually called a super organism because they're not just the any individual bee. They act as one organism, the colony. Yes. So the colony is essentially an organism. 'Cause they'll all communicate with each other and tell each other where to go and things, and they're all working for the good of the colony. And they'll even if they don't like a queen, they will kill her and make a new one.
0: Bee rebellion.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's so it's it's kind of mimics real life. It's like, you know, the ones that put you in power can take you out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um it's really interesting. When a bee hive grows really big, one of the things you've gotta watch out for as a beekeeper is swarming. Because bee bee colonies will actually naturally realize they're too big and then it's like bee mitosis they will split oh and you'll you won't have any bees because they'll both swarm and leave this hive they'll like they'll start making new queens and once these queens are ready they'll split off into a bunch of different swarms and go find other places to to hive up
0: well that mean it'll just leave an empty hive behind
1: Yeah, I've actually seen a bunch of videos where the guy pops over to his hive. Yeah,
0: cool way to get them to go away, so I could just take the hive. (laughs) You don't even
1: need to, because what they do. So you've got the bottom box of the big is the deepest. That's called it's called a deep, and you can have like generally have one or two deep hives. Like a a standard setup is two deep hives and one honey super. Honey supers are about half the size of a deep, and they hold the frames that have all the honey.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: It's so cool. So the deep is where the the hive is, and they'll put honey there. But mainly, that's for growing the colony. And then what you can do, what most beekeepers will do, from what I understand, is they put a, a a frame layer between, like this plastic frame. It's like a little thin plastic net, sort of. Yeah. Between the top deep and the first honey super, and it's called a a queen excluder. It's got. It's basically a plastic net, and the spaces are small enough that a queen can't get through, but big enough that the workers can. And so only worker bees can go up to the honey supers, which is how they're able to separate to make sure no colonies are being grown there, so they're not gonna get a bunch of bees going up there eating their honey, or even if you go to harvest, you're not gonna get a bunch of eggs in your honey. Because the queen can't go up there, she's the only one that can make new bees, so she's trapped in the supers, and she's laying bees there. So you know for a fact all of the supers only contain honey. Hmm. And what's even more interesting with the beeswax, it seems there's different kinds of beeswax depending on what they're making. So if they're cover, if they're, let's say, in the honey supers, what you're looking for, you can pull off the, the lid and pull a frame of honey. And you'll have the Huge honeycombs, and you'll see all the honey, all the nectar going on. But then you'll start seeing uh, beeswax put it layering over top. That's what they call it, it's called capping the honey. Yeah, and that's where it gets to the moisture level that they want because you honey is apparently just nectar with some sugars. Huh. Yeah, it's really interesting though. And when they cap it over, you can tell the difference between a honey cap and um, oh, what was it called? A bro- brood cap. So, brood that's the where all the eggs are. So, honey caps are this nice white, it's pretty um, rough cap. What do you use the wax for from that? You don't get a whole ton of wax, but that's where they make like candles and stuff. Mm, okay. Yeah. and um, But from what I've seen, it's like you need to have either a lot of bee boxes or wait many, many years before you can harvest enough wax. Oh. You'll probably get about like 10 to 15 times or maybe even 20 times more honey than you'll get wax. If
0: I'm looking at using doing this as a side hustle yeah I like getting enough like first you get into it because it's a cool hobby yeah what's the entry point you know how much money do i need to spend to start making enough honey to
1: start selling based on one guy So you're
0: echoing a lot i have no idea why hmm.
1: yeah i can't figure that out either. It's like i've it, got I, the it make you this loud how about this maybe i'll just angle this a bit the audio technica thing was slightly over that way yeah but there that shouldn't be a now major you sound difference. sound good. Oh, really? Now you sound good. That was I like it, a two degree you difference.
0: Here, you were like just talking and you, I was hearing you bounce off the room. Interesting. Yeah. It's
1: like a two degree difference of the now mic. Now I
0: hear you correctly. Wild. See, this is the kind of bullshit we've been doing <laughs> for 38 episodes. I want episode 40 to be like, we're now at a consistently higher level of quality. Mm. Like, it should sound more like this. Interesting. Now we have art lists, so we can use music that is not stolen from
1: youtube hey
0: <laughs> which was like the number one thing i still want to get back into start doing like a few guitar riffs here and there and just mm. throw them into the episodes as intros <laughs> and stuff that'd be a cool one i wanted to do money for nothing coming into this but i don't feel like that's the vibe
1: anymore mm.
0: it's a song by dire straits anyway so Fancy. side hustles bees
1: yeah bees went to the b side hustle. i haven't looked too much into profit you've heard of rare fish <laughs> Have you heard of rare bees?
0: <laughs> hey, maybe there are rare bees.
1: I'm sure there are.
0: I'm still, I just don't want to be around bees. That's my idea.
1: I've actually seen there's a whole ton of different species of honeybee. There's even ones that the bees themselves are purple.
0: Yo, that's actually kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Crazy stuff. I mean. And actually, this is really interesting. That's where bees as a declining population, not honeybees, because we keep them populated with our bee boxes. But it's all the types of other honey bees or so in this same line of species of bee like this purple one they're dying because we don't cultivate them i don't know why i assume they're not as profitable or they make stuff that's not very edible or not good or not delicious stuff like that those are the types of bees that are declining in population
0: yeah i guess it's you know we can't use capitalism to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on them, so it's what's the yeah. point, really?
1: Yeah, but, anyways, yeah, this getting is back to side hustles. Natural hustle. evolution there you go.
0: You apply money, <laughs> <laughs> apply an economy to it,
1: <laughs> see how it goes. Oh, you know what's really interesting? Diversity in, um, like biodiversity with plants. It's sort of like bees and plants are codependent on each other to a degree.
0: Well, you were into plants before you were into bees, yes.
1: yes. I guess this I'm more and talking you're still about. In oh, plants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I still love plants. I've got 34 last I counted.
0: It's gonna be a a lot of bumblebees and wandering Jews around your garden. <laughs> Which is the name of a plant. I want to be very specific with it. people don't even call it that. They haven't called it that for like 30 years. It's no, just, lots you're trying of to resurrect people call it,
1: but it's also called an inch plant. But I like wandering Jew because it's funny. <laughs> it think, also has been why accurate is it funny, for Jared? my house because the word Jew, that's why. <laughs> but it's actually been rather accurate around my house because so i would knock it down and then it would break off because it's rather fragile okay and then but it it propagates really fast and really easy and so i'll break it on accident and then i'll take those branches and i'll put yeah. them in the water and i'll propagate it and i'll make a new plant and then i'll accidentally break it again and i've done this about four or five times and i keep putting them in different corners of my house so now i started with a wandering jew in one corner it was rather it was decent size and now it's still a decent size, but it's had four children. That and i spread over, them all over my house. They're just in the- <laughs> so the name is accurate for me.
0: <laughs> wandering. Yeah. Isn't the wandering part yes, of it? The yes.
1: They're not religious. Uh,
0: <laughs> or of a specific ethnicity. Yeah. Where do we go from here? <laughs> yeah. Second episode. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> What do we want to do with this show going forward? Because I kind of... Nothing. Going back to the first episode, I, I re-listened to part of it, uh-huh. which our sound was way different back then.
1: It was bad? It was just different.
0: Like, mm. I didn't know what I was doing just yet. Mm. Or like, I didn't know what the regular thing that sounded good with us would be. So, like, the first seven episodes since then, really, I was, like, playing around with different filters, yeah. different settings and stuff. So, what almost, like, the quality is different. Mm. Yeah. I'm not sure what it'll be like here. Like, we, we're, we're still hit and miss with our setups hmm. quality like even here we got some echoes going around because we're in a tiny room just
1: fix it in post
0: i always do and now i'm better at it there is my go. point <laughs> yeah um coordinating the podcast it really depends on what the heck we're doing you randomly
1: texting me saying podcast well then we go to highs
0: the times where it was like really well executed was we go see movie we sit down after movie yeah we review movie
1: yeah But then we're stuck in the loop of only movie reviews
0: Yes, which wasn't the point It's just that's the easiest
1: podcast to make But we, like I mean, my favorite episode is the one where we get deep into philosophy and stuff
0: Those are some of the most fun Mm -hmm. I feel like we could always be better prepared for it Or I could spend more time researching it We could you Could, but would it have its <laughs> a low budget charm? Which is the point is that I want to let's step it up. Mm. At some point, we'll introduce the video element. We'll start we've,
1: spending money on this for no reason. We've
0: I've already already, but um, <laughs> we've been flirting with the idea of introducing a video element. Mm. We semi tried it once, but didn't end up. You know. Oh yeah,
1: no, because we forgot to. We, we shot at UHD, which was already a bad idea, Yeah. and then we forgot to format the cards, so we only got 20 minutes of the hour or so that we filmed.
0: I've done a couple, uh, I recorded one with our friends at J&K Dynamics, mm. um, and for that one- Was that video? Well, no, but here's okay. the thing, we got to a point where he was showing me a few things on the lightsabers yeah. that he makes, and I took a video of it that I mm. could then layer over when it plays on YouTube. I see. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one because it'll have a visual element to it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, you know, just setting up a couple HD cameras to roll and also just live streaming, yeah, that'll be the next step up, right?
1: Dang, live wow. stream this, no cuts.
0: That is a little bit worrisome. We're gonna <laughs> have to be very good at the show to do that. I mean, I'm generally better at both performing on the podcast and cutting it, so it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. But you know, still want it to be good enough to put out. <laughs> Although live streaming is going to be fun. There's a, there's a lot more fun to That'll it. That'll be interesting. Yeah.
1: I'll get that 24-7 stream lined up. And we can just play all of our podcast episodes. <laughs> just in a roll.
0: Yeah. I wonder how many hours that is in total now.
1: I mean, generally, like, we got some 40-minute episodes here saying- and there, but it's generally an hour, an hour and a half, right?
0: We all, yeah, some up to that. Yeah. Actually, I would say it's it varies between
1: easy twenty four hours twenty four seven podcast.
0: At least it's got like a day's worth of stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. And we say thirty nine episodes now. One of them is a three parter. One of them is a two parter. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) is
1: that your John Wick one? That doesn't count as a two parter. The first part is ten minutes. I don't
0: know. Well, a couple of them are actually really short because I did a Christmas episode where I read a poem.
1: Oh yeah, some of those are only like twelve minutes. Yeah, Yeah. we'd have twenty four hours.
0: Something like that. I think I enjoyed the ones the most that, like, we start by talking about a movie and then go into talking about other things. Yeah. Like, I did one with AD and Merck
1: mm-hmm. where we... Oh, you talked about Thor, or was which, that Shrek?
0: That was, uh, we watched... An episode of Ash versus the Evil Dead. That's what it was. And then we sat down and just talked about that stuff. Yeah. With Chance, my favorite episode that I've done so far, oh, Into dude. the
1: Santaverse. Such a good episode. We
0: watched a few episodes of Tim Allen's Santa Claus <laughs> TV show, which was great. And then we sat down and talked about it, and just had a blast. That was mm. one of my favorite episodes. Easily. So good. Yeah. Also notable, uh, the three-parter that we did with Father Ap, who's yeah. been like our only guest, really. Everybody else is chance been- counts. I guess he's not a guest he's part of the <laughs> he's part of the family like would you say kyle was a guest at this point
1: i mean he's only been in one episode
0: i mean one that we've released hey, no hey, hey. wait
1: you haven't released he that not one been one. in other ones no it's just in that one
0: i know he was in Datterday day that we released yes but he was in a couple that were before. That
1: I guess of... he's been in things, that unreleased things. He
0: was popular between episodes one through six, we'll say, that. <laughs> and uh, a hidden episode thirteen. That I don't know. It's just the, the flame is gone. I'm probably not gonna get to it. Sorry, everybody. Put it
1: on the future Patreon. Yeah, at some point.
0: I don't know if it'll be that good. Actually, uh, I cut it together for Kyle, just mm. like an unedited version because oh, he asked sweet. for it at some point. So maybe I'll listen to that and see how how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was early on I didn't really know what I was doing 100% yet mm. we invited our firearms instructor yeah. to come and like talk with us and I didn't plan for it very well It's <laughs> still Kyle had a good time mm. I think the guy had a good time doing it but yeah he was one of those harder people to read not
1: mm. yeah.
0: who is uh, some dream guests that you want to do
1: dream guest. this guy at East Cafe Josh Josh yeah he's pretty interesting so he's but he's ran this place and he's got a huge focus on local community I've been to all the cafes, most of the cafes around my workplace. And this is the only one that's consistently the owner will talk with you. The baristas talk with you. And it's like, I don't know. It fosters that there's something about it. That just fosters a community, especially the thing. Huh?
0: He'd be interesting to talk to just cause like how yeah. do you build that kind of community? It's interesting. In business, he's also
1: right? very like, cause he's very business mindset. Yeah. And I didn't know that initially. I was like, Oh, he's just owns a cafe and he wants to build a community. And He was, I was sitting there chilling one day and he's heading out. I was like, oh, you had no, uh, just like leaving out the breeches, obviously that's perfectly fine. You're an owner. You do that. And he was like, yeah, I'm off to a, I've got a meeting with a realtor. I was like, oh, getting into realty. He's like, oh, I'm always looking for the next business opportunity. I was like, huh, that's really interesting. I I don't think like that.
0: I know you don't think like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, that, that's an interesting
0: thing to bring up though, is that I'd like to talk to a lot more business owners Mm. on the show. See if we can extend it out there. Just to yeah. like, even locally, be just cool to get to know where we live
1: and like, yeah. meet all these people. And that sounds great. You know what I would also like to have on? I would, it would be interesting to have the Of Artistry members on. I, they, I've i be been cool.
0: following them for that only purpose. I've never <laughs> listened to a single thing they've done unless it was oh, the review. dude,
1: their latest album, Heller Up Above, so amazing. What and then they came out with an acoustic version of it that's mind-blowing.
0: We've been talking to a lot of our friends who are artists. Mm-hmm and thinking about like oh this would be great to do on a show yeah so yeah there's a lot of that there's i'd like to do something with our clients at -hmm. some point that'd be cool yeah there's a lot of places this podcast could go Mm because i have a lot of ideas and i think i'm getting close to like what can we put out
1: Mm -hmm. that's good
0: i'm still kicking myself because i said that by a long time ago i said that by now i'd have to turn up taverns running
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: That was an old goal and I'm like, I just don't have time. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have the bandwidth for it. But you know, that's one of the things we're working on Mm -hmm. is to expand this company to the point where we can work on the parts that we want to work on too. Mm -hmm. It's it's funny. You want to build something like this so that you can get to a point where you can do it full time because then you're doing, you're working for the company you want to work for. Yeah. And then even within that, you want to get it big enough to a point where you're doing the work you want to do.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and
0: not just sides, or yeah. taking care of every little logistic. Yeah, I don't know if that's a now logistic feels right.
1: Yeah, if there's logistics, there's bound to be one logistic.
0: Would do you want to invite James on the show?
1: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Please join us on the Forest Creek podcast.
0: At some point I feel like it'll be a company. I,
1: I actually am very interested to know the hiring process at Highs, so to speak, or like how what a waiter would go there. Because normally, when you think of I feel like the job of a waiter, you're like, "Oh, it's just while they're in college, they don't make much money, so they make tips." But this place, you've got—surely you've got to be at the top of your game. Who is the owner of Highs? Yeah, That'd be
0: an interesting person to meet. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know what goes on. We should get the owner
1: of Highs on here.
0: We should do a lot of these That'd Vancouver businesses and start learning more. What about the gentleman at the cigar shop?
1: Oh, which which one? Uh, which one's your favorite? Honestly, it's the guy, he's a rather new hire. I can't remember his name. I saw him today. I should have asked. But he, when you picture a pipe smoker in your mind, it's, that's him. He wears slacks and he's got the collared shirt. He has perfectly combed hair. He has the most neatly trimmed mustache you have ever seen. He's got nice glasses on. He's a tall guy, like dang. That guy smokes. He smokes fancy. That and guy knows a pipe.
0: exactly what he's doing.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. The day I walked in and saw him for the first time, I don't think he'd been working there for more than yeah. a week. And he was so excited to explain to me everything about pipes. And I came in for cigars. And that was like him being so excited about pipes and talking to me about it made me want to smoke a pipe about a week later. That's
0: one of my favorite things when somebody <laughs> that you're working with is like a service person is like excited about yeah. what they're doing. Like he it's, was infectious. it's infectious. It's yeah. infectious. I'd love like, to get him on. I've dealt with a lot of people on sales before mm-hmm. and you know, you deal with them all the time when you go to like any one of these stores. But yeah. If there's somebody who makes commission off of something or receives a tip, yeah. they're going to go an extra mile for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: always so cool to see. It's like, because that's what turns the business from being just a business to being like this is a human experience yeah. this is a connection you know it's not just a your order at McDonald's yeah <laughs> which is very impersonal actually now that we've talked about one of the highest dining points here's one of my lowest going to <laughs> going to a McDonald's late in the night yeah and seeming like to having to repeat myself multiple times into the thing which is like it wasn't a language barrier it wasn't anything like that it was just i'm saying the thing and you don't seem to be computing it on your end
1: mm-hmm.
0: at one point i asked for a cookie and then i roll up to the thing and get the bag and they name off a bunch of items that are in there or at least supposed to be mm-hmm. and then i asked for oh was there a cookie in there i'm like oh yeah we'll, we'll get that for you they come back and they give me like a little like one of those cardboard sleeves for a really small burger from like a kid's meal? Yeah. Like, oh, we would just put it in here because it's really hot. Like, All right, whatever. I just took it. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> just put it in the bag and left. And I pull up. Oh, I like, I open the bag. Oh, a couple things are missing. Damn it. I pull out that little cardboard box. Yeah. Open it. There's a raw beef patty in there.
1: No way.
0: Yeah. Why? That was my last time at McDonald's and probably the worst thing that any person in the service industry.
1: Oh my god. I don't
0: even know if that is the service industry. Just the worst customer experience I've ever had. That was
1: wild. Yeah. And this is why you only ever order the 20 pack of nuggets.
0: This is why I never go to McDonald's ever again.
1: You know, that's the better option.
0: Hey, the nuggets were fun. I was 12 at some point (laughs) in my life. We've moved on. Now we go
1: to get You're right. Now we get dino nuggets.
0: (laughs) It's funny to go to a restaurant like that. Now we've circled back to highs. Yeah. Um, It's funny to go to a a restaurant like that and just watching it change somebody's palate. Dude. We're not the same now. (laughs) <laughs> Can, just, like your sense of taste before and after highs
1: my sense of taste
0: i don't know just like your taste in food your... i don't
1: know it's more so that because i grew up a picky a rather picky eater and in the last however many years i've been expanding my horizons and knowing the level of quality that highs has on its food i'm willing to stretch myself more yes you so, weren't a
0: big seafood person. Ex-
1: not, not just not a big seafood person. When I had the smallest corner of a piece of seaweed one time, and I've almost vomited. Like that's how like, no seafood in my mouth it gets.
0: It was in the ocean at some point. It's going to trigger your gut yes.
1: Replaced. So, yeah, it's like for whatever reason I want. I, it's like I would love to eat seafood because everyone makes it sound so amazing. There's so much of it, and actually, it was Tim Dillon made such a great point? He's like. of the world is filled with fish and it's an ocean. Yeah. If you say, I don't eat seafood, something is wrong with you. (laughs) And I was like, shoot, man. I know that's a bit, but you're right. (laughs) It's like, I believe that. And so that was where...
0: We went to highs. We yes. Got, I was like looking at. We were looking at the appetizer. We're like, let's play some games. Yeah. Let's figure out what we want because we got like a beefsteak tomato at one point. Oh my with stilton cheese on it. We're like, we did not expect a Dude. tomato to be this good.
1: I bought beefsteak tomatoes since. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we're looking at the list the next time we go through. We're like, all right, we let's we, let's be serious about how we tackle this appetizer. Yeah. And we juggled a bunch of options around. We seriously, we're in a dilemma. Oh yeah. And I'm like. I really want to try the Atlantic salmon smoked capers. Yeah. Then you were back and forth.
1: Yeah, back because and forth. there we was the beef
0: carpaccio. That was, was the, the other beef carpaccio
1: option. was the other option because I knew you didn't want a salad again, even as much as I wanted that beef steak tomato. You wanted soup at some point. French onions. I more just so didn't want fish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was also the soup of the day, whatever that would have been, unless it was soup. I mean, unless it was fishy. Well, then we
0: kind of issued a challenge. What well, yeah, know?
1: because. So I'd eaten raw fish before in that my buddy took me to a nice sushi restaurant and he's like, let's not try sashimi, but um, nigiri sushi. Yes. And so I had salmon and tuna in that form and it was delicious. I was like, okay. It didn't taste fishy. It had a really nice texture actually.
0: Nigiri is my favorite type of sushi.
1: It's delightful. And so when I came to highs, it was the same thing with trying a rare steak for the first time, which was amazing. I was like, okay... These are high, high enough quality chefs, very high quality ingredients.
0: That was the thing. is I was pointing at menu items and being like, anywhere yeah. else.
1: Exactly. It would be
0: forgivable for you to just yeah. not consider it at all. Yeah. But now like we're here. Mm-hmm. We want to like hit the full range of our palates. Yeah.
1: And James kept telling us about how Atlantic fish is so much better than any it's other fish. Fattier it's and fattier and it melts more. Yes. <sighs> oh my God. Yeah. Never forget. It was like
0: <laughs> It was smoked fish. And not only,
1: it was not only that, smoked, not only like was it
0: means. fish? It was also capers, which is not something a lot of people like.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned they were like similar to sardines and saltiness. I was like, that threw no, me no, off. No, no, that was like the
0: one time I had them. They were like that. Yeah, yeah, that's not necessarily yeah. how they always are. But it is a popular, you know, British thing mm-hmm. to have capers, especially in the morning. I was like, fish in the morning? What? <laughs> what? guess some people like it
1: but yeah so we had we got the atlantic smoke was it salmon yes okay atlantic, atlantic cold atlantic smoked salmon. salmon it was fantastic yeah it was so so amazing. i think
0: today alone you've referenced the steak diane how many times
1: <laughs> only like three or four surely
0: the fact that we have day, referenced man. this dish so many times like we it was the steak was buttery
1: so here's the thing it was table side service here's well. the thing yeah james Tableside service it's a labor of love
0: as he put it <laughs> and indeed it does come out in the work yeah yeah whether it is the bananas foster the tartare
1: yeah with this tableside service thing it blows my mind how amazing a dish they can make in under like three minutes
0: right because like, it would take us yeah forever
1: yeah <laughs> and start like, a fire oh, in I your the kitchen do <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dude the flambe so sick yeah. That's almost really cool to watch. He almost burnt his eyebrows off.
0: <laughs> I liked the extra, uh, the touch at the end. Like, not only are the desserts nice, not only are the cocktails fantastic, mm-hmm. or the wine list excellent, but the fact that there's like a list of tiny, there's cheeses. You can just what order you, an artisanal what you cheese at the end. What do I call What's it? the Arabic thing? Oh, yes. I was teaching you uh, this thing where like, there's a term that I've heard people say, Mm-hmm towards the end of a meal when they just get a little piece of cheese after dessert
1: mm-hmm. to
0: finish off the palate it's like having something salty at the end so you don't feel the need to eat more mm. hadda hadda that's us for today everybody episode 2 hadda hadda, hadda. <laughs> yeah so this has been a fun podcast and we're all done now it's never happened okay.
1: see yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> look out for episode 40 where we uh, we we get serious get serious and professional and start talking to people about business which is legitimately what I would like to do I would like to review more movies I'd Mm -hmm. like to talk about more philosophical things I'm gonna avoid doing history
1: Oh, interesting. And these, uh, but you recently explained to me the entire story of Troy.
0: I got it off my chest now, because <laughs> I was reading about that a ton, and I was like really interested in. I'm like, I feel like I could do yeah. this fun, and you know, I got it off my chest, and now I'm like, I don't want to be a history podcast. There's enough history podcasts. I like making references. Yeah. I don't want to do the documentary. I'm not Dan Carlin. I'm just gonna sit here and talk about how two armies, <laughs> or when a letter was written. He, he has that like specific cadence when he's going at the microphone and it's like really engaging to listen to yeah. but also four hour long podcast episodes
1: we should do that but just about nothing
0: well we did do a <laughs> three hour one and I cut in three pieces there you go yeah I think that'll be the that'll be the way look out for more of those look out it's, it's funny it's been enough time that I'm like trying to remember in my head how I did the sign offs
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's just go follow us I'll, I'll email
0: shut up Jared. Here's, here's how we do it okay we are at the forest creek everywhere mainly on instagram mainly on youtube at the real forest creek youtube.com at the real forest creek you can find us at the forest creek or you can read about our services that we will be offering and continue well, we're offering now and will continue to offer at a if anything, more professional level going forward. We're excited about the work we're doing right now with a client. Check them out at St. George. And if you ever want to reach out to us, we're at theforestcreek at gmail.com, where we'll be accepting all your messages. Tell us about what you want to hear, what you want to see from us, what do you think we should tackle and challenge next, or where you would like to go to dinner. Hit us up at The Forest Creek.
1: Maybe we should start doing dinner,
0: I'd be down to do more restaurant
1: reviews. Yeah?
0: Yeah, but we definitely would have to accompany a visual element.
1: Just the thing. Then we'd have to not go to highs. Not if we put it
0: on the list. because every second restaurant okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every other restaurant review is highs.
0: <laughs> well, it's been uh, episode, the second, ver- the very second episode of the Forest Creek Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Raf. I'm Jared. Bye, James.
1: Bye James and everybody. Come knows. on the podcast.
0: See ya. <laughs>